Hello and welcome to Voice of the Parrot. I'm your host, Shasta Ray, and I'm joined in the studio by Zoltan, the podcast bird. He is over on his playstand enjoying a little bit of spray millet and a little bit of time away from the flock. Yes, Moose Moose has been pulling his tail again. She is so ornery. Oh my gosh, she is over the top. So anyway, a little bit more about that later. Yeah, I've been getting a few new listeners. I have a couple of different bird groups I'm in, and they were good enough to let me post links to the podcast. I may have a couple of people listening in from that. If that's the case, welcome, and I'm glad you joined the fun. Also, now that we are up in Apple Podcasts, I'm getting quite a few listens on that platform. And for anyone that has found me in any other way, or maybe someone passed a link along, you stumbled across it here again on Facebook or YouTube, anything like that, just real quick, Voice of the Parrot is always a free listen. You are always welcome to join us every week. I tend to publish episodes on either Mondays or Tuesdays. It just kind of depends on my personal schedule and what gets in the way. And there's a few different awesome ways that you can listen in. First off, you can always listen for free right off of the website, www.voiceoftheparrot.show. You can also find a link on voiceoftheparrot.com. That's our headquarters website. I can be found on all major podcast apps. So wherever you listen to podcasts, you can just do a search for Voice of the Parrot. I should come right up. And last but not least, it looks like we're also ramping up on Spotify. So whoever listens in on Spotify, right on. It's really awesome to see those numbers coming in. It's exciting for me. So, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? This is going to be kind of a quick short and sweet one this week. I have some excitement to share next week. And um, what am I talking about? I named this episode, Give Them Green Water. What do I mean? Why would you give your birds green water? What am I talking about? Okay, so just let's do green water from a couple different. First and foremost, when you water your birds, make sure you're giving them water that is safe, meaning check on the tap water in your city in your area, make sure that it is safe and the levels are where you want it. A better idea is a reputable bottled water. That way you don't have some of those heavy metals and contaminants that they never tell us about sometimes or that worry of such, however you want to think on it. And just make sure they always have fresh water available. If you are offering your bird an open dish of water, Check it a couple times throughout the day. They tend to poop in it, and some species of birds will dunk their food in their water dish. So that can accumulate bacteria really quick, and you don't want that. You don't want that getting into their system and causing problems. You can't see it. Be safe. So always give them fresh, clear water and check those water dishes. If you feed them out of a water dispenser or a bottle, you need to rinse that out and offer them fresh water in that also. So if you don't want to waste water, make sure that the dispenser is the appropriate size for your bird, and it will encourage you to check that more often and get into that habit. Last but not least, you also do not want your water dishes accumulating any kind of green algae or anything like that, okay? So I want to be clear that their water supply needs to be clear. So what do I mean by green water? When it comes to budgies, and I don't know, maybe there's some other small birds that are kind of similar. I don't know. 
But budgies, when you give them a little pan of bath water to flop around in and clean themselves and enjoy, put a few leaves in it, put some lettuce in it, put some spinach leaves in it. They are very attracted to rubbing up against leaves and that will stimulate them to take baths. So that's one way to give them green water. Another way to give them green water, and I got this idea from a more than one YouTube video, actually. There's more than one creator out there that says stuff like, don't give your birds iceberg lettuce to chew on or celery or whatever because it's not a nutrient-dense vegetable. I disagree. I give mine romaine lettuce. I give mine celery very regularly. And I haven't got mine too interested in cucumbers yet. These are all real watery vegetables. Iceberg lettuce is another one. You can put leaves out like that. Here's why. Make sure you're giving them a good chop. You know, give them a good variety of vegetables. A lot of people give that to them in the form of chop. You put it in a food processor and chop it up real small so it's easy for them to eat, especially the small birds. But hang veggies and greens and herbs and things around that are nutrient-dense and make sure that's in their chop. But some of these more watery vegetables that are crispy and crunchy, they love to gnaw on these and chew on them and destruct them and tear them up for fun. And they're taking in trace minerals when they do that. But the advantage of this is that I truly believe that this is a natural way for them to take in moisture. And if they were out in the wild, they may be flying around and not have a direct water source where they may find a vegetable or a fruit or a plant of some sort to chew on to get moisture out of it. And the more I watch my budgies, the more it seems like this tends to be the case. And they originate in Australia, where there's a lot of real dry, arid country. So it kind of makes sense that they would chew on and be attracted to chewing and shredding watery vegetables, okay? So offer it to them. Another advantage of doing this is they'll go over there and chew on that and get their moisture. It's a little bit more natural to them. If you have like a free-flying bird, it's hard to always put a water dish on every play stand and in every spot they like to congregate whatever you have set up for your birds. So they may fly back to their cage. They may hang out in their cage they're going to have water in there. But if you have a big play stand or something and you don't want to have an open dish of water or it's hard to do that for some reason or another, consider putting some moisture-dense vegetables out for them to chew on, destruct. They also like using vegetables like this as a shred toy. Another thing I have found they like to tear up for fun is things like broccoli or any kind of herb, especially something in the direction of, think, rosemary that has a real woody stem. They like to chew that up. They're going to get some nutrients and goodness from that herb. Even if it looks like they're tearing it up and throwing it on the floor and not consuming it, they're going to be getting natural nutrition in the form of moisture. It's good for their heads to tear it up. It tastes good to them. And there's little micronutrients and things that are very, very good for them. It gives them more variety that way. I have found that my budgies love, you think, oh, give them greens. So you give them some, some sprigs of cilantro, parsley, even a kale leaf. And make sure you have that whole 
veiny stem on that, or in the case of cilantro, the whole stem, they love to chew on this. Again, they like to crunch it up. They like to get the moisture out of it. They love to destruct it and throw it all over the place. So it's a lot of times some of these veggies, some of these herbs are a very inexpensive toy that you can give to them that they're going to be getting added benefit from. Another side effect, I think, at least with my flock, is that when they tear these things up, they taste them, they start gravitating towards them, and then they will try new things. So you can include a different veggie or introduce new things with things that you already know they love. And if you put new things with items that they already eat very well, they will think, oh, it's it's next to a food source. I'll taste it. I'll play with it a little bit. You can also try getting them to eat things and try new food by putting it in your mouth. Look like you're eating it. If you do like to eat these types of greens, chew on them, eat them, consume them, have a salad with them. And you're going to really encourage your bird to take in natural nutrients and things that are much better for them than just a seed diet or all nuts or all other things that we tend to feed our birds because it's very convenient, but not necessarily as nutritious for them. It's just really easy to get them to eat. I will talk in the future about pellets that I have been finding nutritional information on, things I've been trying with my birds. So I will talk about pellets and that sort of thing in the future. And that's some other amazing options for nutrition for them, for the real picky eaters and as a staple, generally speaking. But for today, I just want to impress upon you that when we have these birds in captivity, we may think that they're getting plenty of exercise flying around a room, flying through your house, a cockatiel or a parakeet, a budgie out in nature could fly several miles a day. They're not going to get that mileage flapping from cage to cage, play stand to play stand, around on your furniture, things like that through your house. You are only going to kid yourself into thinking they are getting the same level of exercise as they would in the, in the wild. And they're an indoor bird they are not getting the same equivalent exercise as they would in the wild. So we want to reduce down some of the fats that they take in through seeds and nuts, things like that, and use that more as a smaller portion of their diet. Or if the bird comes to you already, just that's all they're going to eat. They've been eating seeds. They're not familiar with other types of food. You can use those seeds as a way to get them to start eating and converting to some veggies or fruits, if that's the case. A lot of parrots, we want to give them fruits and things like that, but their bodies aren't necessarily adapted to eat a lot of fruit. There are parrots that do need a higher sugar content in their diet, so it's very, very important for you to study and read up and be very knowledgeable on the particular species of bird that you're keeping. Otherwise, over time, their bodies are not going to be healthy. It's going to create all kinds of problems like fatty liver, that sort of thing. If you're just having them on nuts and seeds their whole life, it will shorten their lifespan. It can also be the basis for behavior problems and things of that nature. So there's a lot of good reasons to get them eating their greens, their veggies, and get those types of foods up in percentage of their overall diet 
and then you want pellets in there and then you do want some seeds and some grains and for certain birds maybe a little bit of nuts maybe the nuts are a treat things like that so do a little bit of research if you are in knowledgeable Facebook groups maybe get some discussions going amongst those that are interested and let's all learn from each other in the future, I will talk a little bit more about getting your birds to eat greens, getting your birds to eat veggies, and how to get some of that natural nutrition into them that they will benefit from tremendously. And hand in hand with that, I am going to give you ways to make that as easy as possible in a very busy world when you may be on a budget right? Some people think, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to buy all kinds of stuff for these birds and they're real little, or I only have a couple birds or one bird. How am I going to do this? That's too crazy. I'll just give them the bird food that the pet store told me. No, let's do better for our birds than that and let's keep them healthy. Veterinary expenses are through the roof and especially for the avian direction of veterinary care. If you start having a bird with uh, medical needs, all that, that will break the bank very quick. Oh my gosh, let's prevent that. A healthy bird is a happy bird, right? And then here again, behavior problems. You don't have behavior problems. You got a happy bird owner or a bird parent, and life is good. So that is the goal, but think about that. Keep it simple. Give your birds some greens, give them some veggies, figure out ways they might eat it, that you can get them to eat it. And if your bird is not eating greens, another thing I have heard people say in the past is, well, I tried it a couple times, they didn't eat it, so I don't bother. Sometimes you got to keep at them they're kind of like little kids and they're hesitant to try something new. That's in their nature. And the more you keep exposing it to them, the more they'll taste it, they'll start liking it, then they'll start eating it. It's a process. It's a journey. It's not a race. And don't try to force them into something and do not get frustrated in the process. It's not about that. Let's make it fun for everyone involved. And then when you start seeing them make these little advancements, yay, you can celebrate with them and, and it'll encourage them all the more, especially the more involved you are in your birds' day-to-day -day activities and their life when you spend time with them. They will respond accordingly. And then a final thought on this whole topic, there are also alternate ways of getting veggies into your bird that may be more convenient if you're in some remote area where it's really hard to get the appropriate types of produce on a regular basis or keep it fresh long enough or whatnot. You can get freeze-dried. You can get dried. I would advise freeze-dried before anything. That preserves the most amount of nutrients in food, and it has a very long shelf life if you keep it properly. I have been doing a little bit of research on this, and I will present more on freeze-dried food as I find it, as I learn more about it, and then I'll use my flock as guinea pigs to try new stuff to go, hey, yeah, this works great. No, they're not into it, that sort of thing. I also don't want to forget another thing I thought about the other day. I have watched a number of videos on making chop for your birds and how to do that, what to put in it. There's a lot of great ideas out there on YouTube, so check that out. You can do searches for it. But the one thing I've seen is that people will put chop in like 
ice cube trays, put it in their freezer, and try to preserve it that way and then get out small amounts to feed their birds. If your birds will eat it like that, absolutely try it go for it. I find that mine are really super picky and they don't like the texture sometimes after I've done stuff like that. So it is a little bit of an adventure and just because something doesn't work once, here again, keep trying it. If it looks fresh, if it looks really good, it doesn't look like it's kind of broke down in the wrong ways or gotten freezer burn, uh, make sure you keep things wrapped in plastic after it is frozen solid and store it properly. That will help, but you may have to do a little bit of experimenting, find out what's right for you, think outside of the box a little bit, and try new things. There is all sorts of ways to do stuff. Also, if you've got the option to grow some of your own herbs, veggies, or produce in any shape, way, or form, absolutely. You know what? If you can grow some food for them, especially, you know, during the summer months and the fall and get them fresh things, make sure you don't use any pesticides or chemicals on the plants. That is one of the best ways to ensure that you are giving them the freshest food possible. Oh my gosh, it's always an option. So think about growing your own food for them if you have that ability to do so. Great thing to do. Those are just some ideas for you, and I'm going to talk about things like sprouting in the future. I didn't want to touch on that today. I kind of want to keep that as a separate entity, but that is another great way to get some really, really, really good nutrition into your birds. Yay! All right, so thank you for sticking around this week. Next week, I have a big, big, big surprise for you. Arge huge surprise for you. Oh my gosh. That's all I've got for you guys this week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining the fun. Tune in next week when we are going to talk about a big green bug. Oh my gosh. What do I mean? Ha, you are just going to have to tune in next week and yeah, it's going to be a fun time. You don't want to miss it. I'll see you then. Have a good one, everyone. Bye-bye.